It's Sarah Sladek, and welcome back to another episode of the Membership IQ. I was a little distracted there. Sorry about that. I was uh, scrolling on my phone, searching for something. Do you ever stop to really think about the magnificence of this little tool we carry around in the palm of our hands? We have access to all this information and networks and relationships, and it's just really kind of amazing, right? We, I think over time, have started to take it for granted, the sheer power of this little tool. Do you know that way back when, in the late 1990s, there were two guys sitting around in their garage, and one of them said, you know, I had this idea for this new technology. It came to me in a dream, and I think we should build it. And the other guy said, all right, let's get to it. And they started working on this revolutionary new technology. And when they first started telling people about it, wow, they were laughed at. They were mocked. What the heck is a search engine? Are you serious? That's never going to work. And then when they started building out their company and explaining to other people the type of company they were going to create, then they were really laughed at. Seriously, you really think all this lovey-dovey stuff is going to be effective at retaining talent? Good luck. People just want a job. But they were adamant. They said, no, we believe that people want to do meaningful work. They want knowledge of what's happening in their environment. And they want the opportunity to shape that environment. And if we create a company that's based on putting people first, we're going to be hugely successful. You know who those individuals were? They were the founders of Google. Have they been successful? Absolutely. We often think of them as the founders of search engines and search engine optimization. Uh, We may not really realize how Google made an impact on work today as we know it. So many other companies started to follow suit and come out with things like, like Steve Jobs uh, gave a, a famous talk saying, we're going to be a company that's a generation ahead, not a generation behind. And there were many other corporate giants that started um, preaching these uh, models to put people first and be future focused. So, so incredibly important. Today, as we reflect back These models make sense, but we have still struggled to uh, get to these models, make them a reality in so many cases, including in membership associations. We like to think we're people first, members first, very member-centric. We might even say that we are, but if you take a really close look, you got to really analyze, are we? Are we truly member-focused? We truly focus on our membership mission throughout our entire organization, or have we lost sight of the mission? Are we searching for the mission? (laughs) Are we searching for the answer to what our value proposition is and how to engage members? Data would say, yeah, you're turning to places like Google to search up the answers. This is why so many association technology companies have started producing content to answer that question of how to build a community, how to uh, recruit and retain members and create a membership strategy. 
it's not their forte, but they know that the traffic is online searching for the answers. Perhaps your association doesn't know the answer. How do we get back to being member-centric as well as future-focused? If that is the key to success for so many companies, how can we mirror that in our associations? Because undoubtedly in associations, undoubtedly people want a connection to something meaningful, that meaningful work. Well, in associations, that's your, your mission, your cause. It's your volunteerism. People want to align with it. So they want that. Uh, people want knowledge of what's happening in their environment once they join your association, or even if they're just thinking about joining, they wanna know all the great things the association is doing. And they want the opportunity to shape that environment, undoubtedly. That's why people volunteer for associations. It's why they raise their hand to be leaders and want to serve on the board and be on committees and task force. It's why they, they, want, to, they want a voice and a seat at the table. So why is it that so many associations have really struggled with these concepts, even though Google first introduced the people first, future focus concept uh, two decades ago. Why are we struggling so much? Well, it's because we're used to doing things a certain way in associations. We're used to hierarchies. We're used to traditions. A lot of associations call them the sacred cows. We got to kill those sacred cows. We got to uh, destroy the hierarchy. We got to rethink and innovate and modernize and collaborate. And there's a call to be more inclusive and associations are under greater pressure to make sustainable change. And it starts by focusing on the members, really, truly. If, if most of your revenues come from events, you're probably not totally focused on members, especially if non-members have access to those events. If you have boards of directors that have renewed their terms repeatedly, and most of them are over the age of 50, you're probably not truly member-centric and future-focused. Because a member-centric, future-focused organization would say, we have to have leaders that are representative of our entire membership community, not just one little tiny segment of it. And we have to make sure those board terms are constantly renewing so we can bring in new people with new ideas. And we're forming think tanks with young people and we're getting their perspectives and insights and we're asking their advice. If you were running this association, what would you do differently? Because we want to be a generation ahead, not a generation behind. And because we got to make sure the member voice is louder than any other. There are a lot of models and traditions and practices and hierarchies that have been in place within associations for a very, very long time. The first associations were founded in the 1600s and we could argue that there really hasn't been a lot of change to associations since then, even with the evolution of technology. We're still lagging behind. I'm still hearing from associations that say, we haven't updated our website we're struggling to communicate via technology or saying things like it wasn't until pandemic and we were forced to use Zoom that we really began to leverage all the communication tools available to us. People want meaningful work 
They want knowledge of what's happening in their environment and the opportunity to shape that environment. It is a critical time for your association to be asking yourself in every area of where we interact and do business, in every aspect of our mission, where it exists, where it thrives, and our value proposition, in every aspect of our service and our product offerings and the whole member experience, in every single little detail, are members the priority? And if you're not sure, if you're hesitating, if you're pausing, then they probably aren't. And if members aren't the priority, then you're definitely not future focused. And if you're not future focused, then you're probably falling behind and you're struggling with flat or declining membership. There is a better way. You don't have to just Google it, but you can learn from Google's example. Get back to what really matters. Get back to putting the members first. Be a member-centric association. Be future-focused. And success will undoubtedly follow. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Membership IQ. 